Let's get it. We back at it again. Y'all already know I'm going to bring all the excitement and energy into this episode 99 of Real Fan Sports Podcast. Y'all see what we repping out here. And if you listen to last episode last week, your boy called it. Broncos Nation. Broncos Country. Let's ride. We back in this season. We here. I don't know why y'all counted us out, Julian. I don't know why y'all did. No, I was high, bro. I don't know why. I was high on y'all, like, coming out of that Chiefs game. I was like, it actually looks, I mean, look, maybe maybe Russ got the recipe. Maybe Sean Payton found found the ingredients that he needed, and now now he's cooking again. I mean, we'll see. Um, But, no, I mean, big win against the Bills, obviously. We're just going to jump right into it. Episode 99, we're missing Gabe right now, but he'll be back for 100. He has to be. Um, got a hoping to have a big episode plan for episode 100. So let's see what we can do. But yeah, as for the game, it was a wild game. Honestly, like yeah, honestly, first off, the that whole was a stressful no. game. I felt like it was a playoff game. Like we needed that win. I mean, obviously, every it, it kind of was. We had to win out, right? Th- that the back and forth, and then we're gonna get into the details, bro. I didn't even know what to think. I was happy, then disappointed frustrated then happy again and then pissed off and it's like dude first off like even outside of that game real quick like there was like four games or five games decided by like a field goal at the end it was insane yeah. like there were so many wild games and we're gonna get into them but yeah i mean you know like look i'm gonna give the broncos their credit they're playing better they're playing clean russell wilson seems to be the same russell wilson that we have known for so long in Seattle, and he, he, you know, coming to Denver, I think Sean Payton is going to, like, if he's able to bring this team to within a playoff chance, or if he brings this team to the playoffs, like, how can you pick anybody else for coach of the year? Obviously, we might be, you know, predicting a little too soon, but, I mean, if they continue to play like this, look, the thing with the Broncos, all you have to do is just play clean football. You know what I mean? Like, you play clean there's enough talent on the team. You can beat anybody. You know, it's crazy. I was listening to somebody. Somebody brought up a great point, and I never really thought about it before. It's like most games in the NFL come down to a team at beating themselves. And I, you kind of think about it for a second, and you're like, yeah, like most of the time when teams lose, it's because they beat themselves. I mean, and, it's true. And look, and like we played so well defensively, and which something I really wanted to highlight. And I told you, once we bring that defense back, that has been our Achilles' heels since the start of the season. And we're we're known for that. We're known for having a great defense. So we don't know what happened um, early on, but it's it was the small things that that kept the Bills in the game. Honestly, it should have been a blowout. Because of how we played defensively, we had some of the best field position ever, starting on their own 40, 50, because of those turnovers, the interceptions and the fumbles. And we couldn't really capitalize on scoring, and we settled for field goals. Um, But I do want to shout out the Bills' defense on some of those stops that they had. Um, So I can't entirely blame it on our offense. Uh, Bills' defense did their thing over there. But, yeah, like you were saying, like, so we missed two extra points. Granted, yeah. it was a very windy day in Buffalo, right? Still not going to use that as an excuse, but we missed two extra points. And as soon as we missed that first one, I was like, God damn it. This is it right here. This is what's going to come down at the end of the game is at this point. Um, then I saw it happen again. 
Um, and then we all know what happened uh, with the field goal at the end of the game. And not going to lie, we got very lucky with that second chance. But um, what we did the entire game put us in that position to uh, to win it with a walk-off at the end. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, the Bills, man, God, like, they just shoot the, the, all season, man. They've just been shooting themselves in the foot. Like, it's – the. Gosh, like, I can't believe they had too many men on the field at that field goal. Like, dude, like, come on. Like, that is and, so And you know what's bad. funny, though? You have to shout out the Broncos because we did it twice that game. I don't know if you saw. Uh, but heading into third or fourth down, our transition um, to the field goal unit team without calling a timeout with the clock running, we did it twice that game and got two field goals off it. We had a walk-off field goal, I think, right before the half, and then, of course, the game winner. So that caused confusion for the Bills. Um, and we executed that twice to perfection. Dude, yeah. I mean, bet- between that and then, like like I said, I mean, that th- that game was probably the best Russell Wilson game I've seen in a while. I mean, dude went 24 for 29, 109, 193 yards. Not the most amount of yards, two touchdowns. But like I yeah. said, like, dude, just if all you, you need him to play clean, you know, get open. Like, he can make the moments – Make make magic when you need it the most. Like that Cortland Sutton uh, touchdown Ooh. on the Ed court. Oh my god, dude, that was. I knew as soon as he caught it, I was like, "That's in." Like you could just tell, like that was in. I was like, that "Man, that, tab, that that that's catch of the year. That's throwing catch of the year so far." I don't care what anyone the, says. The the awareness. That's as close as like, gets. Dude, the awareness. Like that. That's the one thing I always admire the most about like wide receivers that can you know, just do those toe taps. It's just the awareness to be like where you're at in the moment. Like that's just like insane skill to be able to run full speed, stop, tap your toe, like catch the ball, you know, like, bro, it's just so much that goes into that and be able to do it. And like, man, Cortland Sutton is, he's a sleeping giant, bro. I'm telling you, like, I, I genuinely believe that. And I think the Broncos as a whole is just kind of a sleeping giant. Like they, they need to like, continue to play cleaner and they're starting to do it. And like I said, We're like we said last week, I mean, Ashon, coaching, coaching Ashon, matters. We're coaching matters. We're, we're 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 finally putting it together, right? This is the formula we we had last year. We just didn't know what to do with it. We had look at our cornerbacks, look at our receivers, look at our running backs, and you know we brought in Russ, right? Typically, all right, he's not in his prime, but we have the recipe for success. Yeah, and he just needed to install the offense. And I like look the the first six games was rough. It was really bad, but you saw progression and it's slowly getting better and better. And like, there's a serious chance. It's still a tough division. I mean, yeah, the chargers are always going to be competitive. You already played the chiefs twice. So you're kind of home free there. So, but Raiders one more time. Um, but you still come from, you still come to this issue where it's man. The AFC is so tough. The AFC is so tough. Like, I mean, every game so, on out is it's gonna be a battle, right? You know, and this it really is, is. Every it's gonna it's be a war. Battle. Every yeah. game is war. Like you, every game, like you, anybody in the AFC, honestly, because with the way it's shaping out, every game is must win right now. Like it genuinely feels like playoffs right now. Yeah. It's one of the most yeah. exciting seasons I've seen in a while. Like it, every game, like legitimately, is like do or die almost for every team that's competitive. And even some of these teams that aren't like, look at the Colts, for example, the Colts five are and five. Like five and five. Like that's Sleepers. insane. Sleep. They're like, in, they're in the race. They're in the hunt. Yeah. Like you wouldn't expect the, it. The, 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 the Houston six and four, like yeah, Jackson, the whole AFC North is playing very well. Like, and which I want to get into later, but like, 
man, like it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting. Um, as for the Broncos, I think, look, let me see what their schedule is looking like because, you know, and, and the way I was explaining why we have a recipe for success to you guys in the last few ep- episodes, I'm not just being a Broncos fan. Like I've been watching the games and I'm seeing what we're, we're capable of doing, right? We, we turned the defense around top three defense in the league last few games. We have eight turnovers in the last two games, eight turnovers. And Russ is averaging two to three touchdowns a game the last few games. You know, we got yeah, our I mean, game, we got a running game going. We're wearing down defenses. Granted, yes, uh, Russ has been doing little check down passes, haven't been really taking shots down the field. You need uh, to get confidence. Really. Coming in clutch. And then you also have uh, Jerry Judy huge on third down when we need him. Yeah, I mean, it's really just. I think right now they just need to focus when it comes to offense, just play clean, play clean, eliminate the mistakes. You keep yeah. on doing like as long as you play clean, there's a chance. It's a tough schedule. It's a tough outing. You have, let me see here. You have the Vikings, Browns, Texans, Chargers, Lions, Patriots, Chargers. That's a gauntlet. I mean, that's, I mean, Browns, that's hard three defense, but Browns just lost their quarterback. Yeah. Um, Vikings, yes, they're hot, but we're also you still got just a backup. as hot. Three-game yeah, win streak out of the two teams we beat, right? They have a backup, and if our defense is playing the way it's playing, yeah, J- Dobbs is, is playing amazing, but how long can he sustain that? He's he is. Yeah, I mean, we'll it, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see how. Well, I mean, he had a couple good games in uh, Tennessee last year, and look how that season ended for them. But then you got Texans who. I mean, CJ Stroud is going to be rookie of the year. That dude. Look, I called it coming into the season. I was like, he's going to be the best rookie. I was like, they should have took him over Bryce Young. I I never understood like why they took Bryce Young. Caroline took Bryce Young over CJ Stroud. Honestly, CJ Stroud is what Justin Fields should have been. Um, And then okay, after that, you got the Chargers who played an incredible game, and they're always tough teams. We could slow down Herbert, man. Listen, they Chargers. I don't know how they find ways to lose. Um, they, yeah. they, they put then, up touchdowns, they put up yards and their, their defense is us. And then you got the Lions no who, you're putting up that many points and you're still losing these games. And you get the Lions and Patriots and then you have the Chargers again. So yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough. I mean, you're, it's, it's going to be a definite test, but I think they're now, it's a team that's slowly getting better and better and is starting to get streaky and starting to get confident. And especially like when you start getting a team that's confident and feels like they're clicking and they're moving like that, that's always a, you know, it's always a good, a good uh, sign. So we'll see how things go um, leading on. But I do want to talk, I do want to stay in the AFC North and I just want to bring up, I mean, the AFC and talk about the AFC North because the AFC North is absolutely like wild right now. Insane. Like, there's there's legitimate talks that it could be the first division in NFL history to have all four teams make the playoffs. Shit. It, it's possible. So last week, before the Bengals lost to Houston, they were literally all four teams were in. If the playoffs were to start that day, they would have all been in it. Now the Bengals are just on the outside looking in. That's eighth place to the seventh. But man, I mean, that team, I mean, that, that whole division is absolutely stacked. It's it like honestly, even historically looking back, like that AFC North is always the toughest, the grimiest, the the most hard hitting, like old school football division 
in the NFL. Like every year, like when those, I mean, you see Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Bengals, the Bengals, Ravens, the past couple of years, they're all just like brutal physical matches. And it's going to be a, it's going to be an uphill battle. Like you said, Deshaun Watson out potentially, is it for out for the entire season? I don't recall if it's for the entire season. I mean, the thing with Deshaun, I uh, said so the Cleveland's defense has been out of this world. Deshaun Watson yeah. can be pretty ink. You know, there's moments where you look at Deshaun Watson this season and he just like, man, he looks horrible. But then there's he had a big game last like, game. I'll give him that. Well, yeah, but early he on, he had a good first. Oh. He had a good first half. Well, he had a good first half last. He yeah. the second half he was fourteen for fourteen. The half before that he was the first half he was like three for fifteen or something. It was an. It's like he. There's moments where you see old Deshaun Watson, and then there's like moments where he just looks awful. So it's like even if Deshaun Watson was there, obviously you do want him there at the end of the day. I I don't know if it's just him taking time and he's slowly like getting more and more consistent, but he does need to get more consistent. But with the way things are, with his injury, like who knows? I mean, if he can come back. So now you're coming at the Bengals. The Bengals started off super slow, which they always do. They have the past couple of years, and now they're trying to build themselves out of it. Yeah, which sucks because you drop the the Browns week one, then you drop the Ravens this the week right after that. So now they're having to play catch up, and then. You lose to Houston, which sucks, but they're still in it. And man, Joe Burrow is just, he's almost Brett Farr esque. He's like, he will make those tight throws. And sometimes it's like, damn, what a throw. But then the next, he's a, throw he's a, a fighter. He's a, he's a fighter, man. He was injured early on. He didn't want to come out. And I could see he's going to have some longevity in the league and he, he's still going to be impactful, put up numbers. Like we see what he can do when he's in midseason form, like like how you're mentioning. To, oh, to me, sucks, I think, but. You know, they, they're always, well, the last few years, you know, in contention. I mean, to me, I think Joe Burrow is the second best quarterback in the league. That's just me. I think it's Mahomes and it's Burrow. Mahomes, like when you just look at sure. shirt, when you think of just sheer talent, like to me, like, and like this, the everything, like to me, he's the second best quarterback. The past week, he did get a little like, I mean, against this Houston game, he did throw a lot of picks, and he, he can get a little unclean at times, but he's slowly getting better, I mean, and kind of getting into the group because he didn't have a preseason. So the Bengals in general, so trying to come back. But, look, I mean, <clears throat> they started off the season week last season, came in almost, I think they tied the division, tied sec- they made the playoffs. We're probably going to see this again. And then lastly, you have, well, not lastly, but you have Pittsburgh and then Baltimore, which – Baltimore, people are saying they're the best team in the league. I don't really, and the AFC, I should say. I don't know. I feel like Baltimore is, how do I say, like, I don't think they're as good as people say they are. I think they, they're they a beatable team. I think sometimes people want to think that they're not, but I think they're a beatable team. I don't know what you think of the Ravens. It's a, that, it was well, crazy I game think, against I the, the Browns, get- and they lost. Just like the Cowboys, I think we get distracted by the big games that they have, right? Um, those blowout games. I know they blew out the Lions. Um, but then they'll lose these unexpected games, and you really see them break down. You're like, what's going on, right? We're not accustomed to seeing this type Ravens team because when they win, they win big. Um, but that's that's going to matter going into the playoffs, right? And what, Lamar has one playoff win. Um, mm-hmm. And... 
this is it. Like the the Ravens, we're used to seeing them have a great regular season. But can they sustain going into the playoffs? Can it be that top dog going into the playoffs and get the favored matchups? Yeah, it always comes back to the issue. I just feel like the the reason why I'm never super high on the Ravens is they just like when you understand how to beat them, like you beat them. Force Lamar Jackson to throw, you're going to win most of the time. Lamar Jackson is going to make a mistake. You force him to throw. You stop the run game. You win. You beat the Ravens. To me, like they're not like some some unbeatable team right now, uh, and that's why I can see them potentially slipping out of the out of first place. As for the Steelers, Steelers are just man. They're always like uh, Kenny Pickett. He's been playing all right. He's been, he's a very what are they, six conservative. And six and three right now, right? They are six and three. Yeah, so. Yeah, six and three. They're very Kenny Pickett. He's been playing solid. He's conservative. He's not super. He's not going to sling it. But that defense, TJ Watt is just a monster. Just the way like that. They just know how to win in the trenches. And Mike Tomlin, obviously, probably one of the best coaches. It is one of the best coaches in the league. And they just always are competitive. It's always like the Steelers. You look Every at the team. He's like, eh. People just like, count them uh, every single year in some way, somehow. Like you said, they, they find the trenches. They win the close games. They need a win. Uh, you know, they're not super flashy like how they used to be. But they get it done quietly. Like, it, it's crazy. Like, 6-3 and three right now? Like, who, who would have thought Steelers would be 6-3? and three? Uh, And get this. Guess who they play long the season rest of the season? They got a relatively easy schedule, too. I mean, at least for them. Yeah, the Browns next, like who we said is missing Deshaun Watson. So you could say that they're favorites going into there. Then you have the Bengals. That's going to be a tough match, important matchup. Then after that, you have the Cardinals, Patriots, Colts, and then you have the Bengals again. Two easy wins. Colts 50 50. And then Bengals again. The Bengals. That's a coin. It's going to be another tough match. Seahawks, then Ravens, NC. So like those last three games are going to be pretty tough. But then you get like a a semi easy stretch. But um, these next, what is it, five games? So, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it's there's a, there's a legitimate chance they can all they could literally all make the playoffs. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's crazy with the way they play. But somebody's got to win. Who do you think's gonna win? Now that we're at this point, well, I mean, if I if I'm being honest with you, I know you don't believe in them, but at this point, uh, Baltimore, I think. Depending on their schedule, like they have, they have the best chance of winning the division. I just don't I see. I don't see the Steelers coming out. Yeah, they they're battle ready. They're battle tested. You know, you know they, they find talent offensively. Know, it's just yeah, I don't see them coming out in first place for those big uh, for those big games. You know, I don't think they're co- going to come in clutch for those big games. They might win the games they're supposed to win. Bengals two times, like you mentioned, those are coin tosses. Uh, depending on Joe Burrow's health, uh, Bengals O-line, Bengals defense, right? Um, but the Ravens, the way they're looking right now, I, I, honestly, that team's on a mission. Like, they demoralize the Lions, and the, the Lions are a fantastic team this year. So that was, that was a statement game. And they demoralized the Seahawks, too. That, too. And so the they're Browns. capable of having they, these they, they big been, games. They've been... They've been they blew up the Browns really. It's weird. That's what I'm though. saying. Like, well, that's what they that's why these, I'm so weird about it. Games. Like, they lose the games they're not supposed to, and it's always 
it's it's weird. Like, I don't know if it's their defense or, you know, obviously I don't watch every single Baltimore game. But, God damn, like, they'll have these blowout games out of nowhere. Like, these these teams are gone. Like, after the first half, like, they're not coming back. Like, it's a wrap. Like, Yeah, I mean, they've been pretty dynamic on offense. And then the defense is doing their job. I mean, they're they're playing really well. It's just the thing with the Ravens. Like, I don't know if it's one of those until, like, like you said, like, one playoff win in how many years now? And until you show me, it's kind of hard to to believe it. But I just feel like they are if I feel like there's a game plan to be had. Like I said, if you can stop the run, which I know is a tough ask, that's easier said than done. But like we've seen it, like I said, like you force Lamar to throw. You're most likely going to win next game. I mean, dude has a 58 QBR right now. Um, I I think they're like obviously. I mean, I mean, look at the look at the Browns. They've shown that how that it's possible. So I mean, right now they have the Bengals, Chargers, Rams, Jags, Niners, Dolphins, Steelers. They got a pretty tough schedule. I'm with you though. I think they win the division, and I think the reason why they win the division is because the Bengals had a rough beginning. I think that beginning is gonna is gonna bite them in the ass, and they're not gonna be able to come back. I think they're going to be a game shy, and, and the Ravens end up winning that division. I just now, don't think we'll the see. Bengals have what it takes to go on a extended streak. They might win the next three, drop one, maybe win one, lose one. That's kind of how I'm not worried about that going. so much. I can see them going on a streak because they've done it before. It's more so like I don't see the Ravens dropping a ton of games for them to catch up because. Yeah. What what is the record? Right? What is the standings? It is how many games on. do they have on them? Uh, come on, where's it at? Okay, so we have Ravens six and three, uh, Bengals four and five and four, so only one loss. One okay. behind them, which I mean uh, they're right I, there. To be honest, it's close enough. Obviously, Ray, Ravens I, they should have a bye this week, I believe. So. It could still be one game out. We'll see coming into the Sunday. But yeah, I just I don't see man. I don't know. This is <laughs> the more I look at this, I mean now everybody's seven and seven and three, six and three, six and three. See, the thing with the is Sean Watson was playing that that I would feel a little bit more confident about the Browns. Um Steelers, like you said, I just don't think they have an they're playing well, but it's it comes to the at the end of the day, there's just a certain amount of quality that they just don't have offensively to to put games away or play with the the Ravens. Like you can't Pittsburgh can't go into a shootout with the Ravens. They just can't. The only team that can go into a shootout with the Ravens one was apparently the Browns out of nowhere. And then yeah, the, since and and, and, Deshaun, and the, I don't expect I, I, that's why. <laughs> yeah, he had one of his like streaky yeah. things in the in the second half. The Bengals are the only team that can do it. So, but like I said, I think Baltimore ends up winning it just for the simple fact that the Bengals just put themselves too much in, in a hole. Not not that they're in a deep hole. It's still one game behind, but you got to hope that Baltimore drops two. It's possible, but I don't know. We'll see. It's definitely a wild uh, division. It's been one of the best divisions pretty much in my lifetime, so I think it's going to be pretty cool to see how it ends. All right, now let's talk about Detroit. So Detroit, to me, has been... Uh, for some reason, obviously because it's Detroit, they just have not been talked about, and they've been like 
one of the sneaky, like, best teams in the league. Yes, we just talked about how they lost to Baltimore. But, dude, like, you just, like, you see them play, and they're just going on runs, man. Like, they're they're winning big games outside of the, like, every, every team's going to have, like, that game where shit just falls apart. My Jags had it this week. It's just games that just fall apart. They get away from you. Like, shit happens. Does that happen again if the Lions play the Ravens again? Probably not. Uh, but, man, the, I don't know if you saw or caught any of the game against them, the Lions versus Chargers. That game was incredible. Absolute shootout, shootout back and forth. Going field goal right at the very end. Yep. It was Walmart. incredible. It was an awesome game. The Lions are rolling, man, especially offensively. They have just like Amon St. Brown has been absolute balling. Dudes, I had him what in a fantasy pick. last season, and I was pissed off that Gabe picked him up right before I, I wanted to pick him, and he has him on his team. And I'm like, God damn it, Gabe. That was my sleeper pick this year that he took. So uh, I know a great deal of what this guy can do, and he's a, he's a beast, bro. Um, and just like his the health, way th- I'm worried about his health a little bit this season. Yeah, I mean, it's just the way Dane Campbell has been able to with his crazy tactics, man. When he got hired, like I'd never thought that he would turn this team around. I would have never thought he would have turned the team around the way he has. But it is, it's honestly unbelievable to see the Lions do what they're doing and seeing Jared Goff. Like, man, when they brought in Jared Goff, I'm like, yeah. all right, he's gonna he's gonna be a one year filler quarterback, and then it turns out he's playing. Great football. He's obviously like he's capped. This is his ceiling, but it's not a it's efficient ceiling. He's doing it. They're not they're winning because of he's just being a great game manager. He's doing what the task that needs to be done and performing it well and taking care of the football. I mean, the Lions offensively, they're just playing clean ball. They're just playing clean, simple ball and winning games. They still got some stuff defensively that they struggle with. Obviously, letting 33 points against the Chargers is like, look, can't you can't allow yeah. that or allowing 30 will, plus points against the Ravens. Though, the Chargers can do that to almost any team. So, well, they also, did, I mean, my bad, 38 points to the Chargers. That is but a then lot also of like let, letting up, like we said, uh, how many to the uh, the Ravens? Uh, 37. So, yeah, it's a little sus. I mean. <clears throat> They they got to get a little better, like you know, especially rushing the passer. Aiden Hutchinson's been playing really well for them. I wish the Jags would got him over Trayvon Walker, but um, they obviously need to fix that up. But like, obviously the the offense is keeping them in the games. They're looking really tough. They're obviously poised to win the division. I don't see the Vikings really catching up to them. They're two games behind. You're missing Kirk Cousins. How long can Josh Dobbs keep it up? Lions got a relatively easy schedule. Ended out. They're gonna be. Like I said, they're a sleeper team. I think people don't talk about them because they're the Lions. But I mean, dude, I think, seven. Um, what do we? We have them in like what two, three weeks out the Lions that the Broncos play them. So they got so like this is their schedule. So you got they got the Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears again. So they should win four straight right there, easy. Wow. All yeah, like to me. Then you got the Broncos, going to be a tougher matchup. You got the Vikings, which we'll see how long Josh Dobbs can keep it up. I don't know. Is, is Cousins gone for the season, right? Yeah, he's out. He's out for the season. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember the injury. I, I remember. I, I'm drawing yeah, a blank on the injury. I just, I just know he's on. He's on crutches right now. So that tells you all you yeah. need to know. <laughs> I think he has some see, surgery. You got the Vikings, Cowboys, then the Vikings again. So 
dude, like they're in a, they're poised to like have an, like a crazy season. Like, quite they could honestly, honestly, like, like you could, said, they could win the next four games. They could win the next four games. They could beat the Broncos hypothetically. Like all these teams, they could beat. Like they could beat the Broncos. They can beat the Vikings. They can beat the Cowboys, and then they can beat the Vikings again. Like this is, a, it's crazy. I'm really curious to see how well they play going into the playoffs. I think it's a shame we didn't get to see them in playoffs last year. They started a little too late because, mind you, they ended the oh, season going eight and zero. Oh, it was eight and zero, right? I thought it was like a five or six game win streak. So, dude, yeah. they're like they're. I want to say it was eight and zero. Like they at least went eight and zero at one point. So, I mean, you're talking about what is it, eight times fifteen and two? That's insane. Hey, like, they started the last the season. I know last, people are tired of hearing this, but they they beat the Chiefs week one. Whether people think that matters or not, that was a statement game. Be one of the best teams in yeah. the league. Look, I'm not. I mean, damn, they do have an easy schedule. Yeah, beating the Chiefs is huge, but man, so you lost to the Seahawks. They beat the Falcons, beat the Packers, beat the Panthers, beat the Bucks, lost to the Ravens, beat the Raiders, beat the Chargers. So like the competitive, they lost to competitive teams, and they beat up. Outside outside of the Chiefs game, they pretty much been beating up on feeder teams. But look, you beat you beat the Chargers, you beat the Chiefs. Like those are competitive AFC teams. Look, the Ravens lost. That doesn't look great. And losing to Seattle is not great. But hey, look, at least you're winning the games you're supposed to win. And man, yeah. they do have an easy ass schedule. Shit. Like well, that. if you pulled me Bears twice in an act in the next four weeks, I'm like, oh here somebody had to pull up on them. Somebody has to. But, I mean, it's pretty much their division for the taking. I don't see them dropping it. Um, like I said, I, I'm really curious to see how they fare in the playoffs because the two playoff teams they beat, I mean, they they went up against, they've lost, except for the Chiefs. So, And I don't know if you call the Chargers a playoff team because who knows necessarily. I mean, but, that's that's yeah. up in the air right now if you look at our division. I mean, we got Chiefs. We know they're going to take the division. We, we already know that. Um, my team's up in the air. Raiders up in the air. And the Chargers are up in the air. Raiders so, aren't making it, dude. Hey, I mean, Raiders aren't I hope it. they don't. We still play them again. They're 5-5. Five and five. Uh, They have a better record than us. So I can't really say much right now. And they beat us that first game. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I they're on a two-game streak. They're on a two-game win streak. I'll give them that credit. With the new coach, they won their last two games. That's fair play. Yeah, that's you know, man. I don't know what it is with the Chargers. They just cannot finish out games, man. Like they show so much. Like they're so high powered at times, and then they just can't finish games. Bro, or they allow too many points. Yo, it's it's insane. Passing yards, rushing yards, the amount of field goals they kick. I'm like, just the offense, and and also like. How do you guys I don't know lose? How, <laughs> how do you guys Gabe can, Gabe can keep lying to himself that Tua is better than Herbert, but he's not. <laughs> Herbert was unreal. Like if you oh my, could you imagine Herbert on this Dolphins team? Jesus Christ. You know Herbert's playing with a with a broken finger on his opposite. Yeah, uh, I know. Of his throwing hand. Like I mean, I, I'm sure I yeah, quarterbacks they do that, they play injured and everything, but I'm just still like this kid is unreal. No, I mean man. Look, oh, I've been a Herbert he, fan for obviously, the last three years. Obviously, obviously, it's it's not his it's his not throwing him, but I mean, there's still a movement. And if you're fucking, yeah. if your fingers fucked up, like you're still snapping with two hands, you're still grabbing them. Like 
you know, you're still running I mean, the ball. Like, All it takes is Jack, for a quarterback Jack to hit. was out last season, what, four, four or five games because he broke his pinky? Dude, imagine just like, I mean, even if, like, just getting hit. Like, somebody just, you land on it the wrong way or some shit. Like, even though it's just not throwing hand, he's still getting hit. Like, he's still getting pressures yeah, or whatever it is, like snapping. Uh, watching watching these uh, Charger highlights, you, you there's always a highlight of Herbert taking a big-ass hit. Like he just gets rocked at least once once every game. It's like Burrow too, dude. He just gets fucking blasted. Gets he just gets absolutely but, blasted. Yeah, man. With my division, definitely competitive. I we could sneak a wild card. I just need obviously the Chargers. Um, their faith, you know, in our hands. We played them twice. We got one more against the Raiders. We're done with the Chiefs. Um, so I just need uh all these other teams to do us some justice and. You know, just demolish the Chargers and and the Raiders. Please and thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, all right. So we're going to go for our week 11 picks of the week. And here we go. Let me. Sh- we still we need games to round up the scores for last week. Gabe doesn't. He doesn't do that. Oh, damn. Not anymore. <laughs> he doesn't. When no, is he ever? Well, he never did. <laughs> he never when, is, did. When, is, when is he ever? He never oh, did. Got, oh, right off the bat. So starting a, up, yeah, right off the right bat. Here. We were just talking about this, too. So right this is tonight. Key. This is tonight. So obviously people who are watching it are, um, you know, they're already going to know the results. So, but let's do it anyways. We got the Cincinnati Bengals plus three and a half at the Baltimore Ravens minus three and a half. Who do you got tonight? Jojo. Give me Baltimore. High on Baltimore right now. Um, as long as their defense holds up, I think they will be straight. It could be a shootout. Potential shootout tonight. Um, but they're at home. I'm going to give them the edge. Yeah, this is going to be a pretty good game tonight. Um, I'm going to give Baltimore the edge because they're at home. But I'm going to take Bengals with a spread. I think it's okay. a three-point game. I think it's a three-point game. I like Baltimore at home. I think they're going to win it, but I'll take Bengals with a spread, losing by a field goal. We're going to see another game-ending field goal uh, <laughs> shootout tonight. Keep, keep the streak, keep the streak rolling. All right, we have the Los Angeles Chargers at the Green Bay Packers. L.A. Chargers minus three as the road favorites at the Green Bay Packers plus three with the odds right down the middle. Give me the Chargers with a minus three at. Green Bay. Yeah, uh, honestly, I can see that super high part offense. As long as everyone stays healthy, knock on wood, no more injuries for the Chargers. Uh, they should have this game in the bag. I just don't see why not. Yeah, I mean, I don't see it. All right, we oh, got here, we go. Titans here we go. Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Division matchup. Yep, <laughs> Tennessee Titans plus seven and a half. Jacksonville minus seven and a half. With the odds leaning towards the Titans to get wow, within my, seven with a minus 115, with the Jags minus 105. I'm going to take the Jags here with the minus seven. I think they win this game by 10. I think they bounce back after a rough game against the Tennessee Titans team that, yes, they're playing better. And Will Levis is starting to be pretty good and develop into what could potentially be a good quarterback, sadly. Uh, <laughs> but I still got Jacksonville out here. They just have too much talent compared to Tennessee. Tennessee, they still lack a lot. So 
going Jets. Yeah, listen, man, I'm rooting for you guys this year, believe it or not. Jeez, that last game was brutal. I called it. There's always that one man. game, dude. Listen, but I, I, I said Debo's back. Like, you still got McCaffrey out there. Um, San Fran was on a little losing streak. Chase, and of, Chase Young our, trade. Like, insane. Unfor- unfortunately, you guys were just next in line, and they had everything lined up perfect for them, and damn. But I expect you guys to bounce back. Uh, division rival and play like how you're supposed to play, man. You guys want to earn that respect that you've been preaching last last uh episode this is it right here when the games you're supposed to win like i know it's division matchups and they could go 50 50 you're at home right like don't even show that it's a rivalry like you know cook them so i'm rooting for you gosh, gosh I'm, I'm rooting for you so. I, anything can happen in these division matchups you play these guys I'm, twice I'm, a year so I, this the seven and a half is scary because of the way the offense is playing. They're just not playing how they're well they're supposed to be. Trevor's not playing as well as he's supposed to. But even so, with the offense not playing well, on these kind of like bottom half teams, they still put up a lot of points somehow. So that's why I kind of see them getting this. But, I think that you guys shouldn't be in a position where you're playing from behind. Oh, no. I, that San Francisco game was the first game that we were behind, I believe. Like so, uh, you know the entire game. That that was the first time we were behind the entire game. Outside of our losses, all our six, all our wins, all our wins, you, three, six and three, six and three, six. Oh yeah, you guys were six yeah. and two. Yeah, you're right. So Jags, they don't, with the spread, like yeah, like uh, the, the only games we were down significant time was the Houston and obviously the San Francisco game, but the Chiefs loss. We were leading the Chiefs the entire game right until the very end. All right, we got the Las Vegas Raiders at the Miami Dolphins. Las Vegas plus 12.5, Miami Dolphins minus 12.5, with the odds leaning towards the Dolphins to get that 12.5 at minus 115, with the Raiders minus 105. Look, man, that's a tough spread. I like that. I like that. It's Miami at home. Bro, that's – You know what? offense at home is is insane. Like, they're they're dropping – Three or four touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, I I never pick these biggest spreads, but I generally, I mean, I get the Ravens won two in a row. Not the Ravens. The Raiders have won two in a row, but, like, they're going to get got. They're going to get exposed for what they really are. Dolphins are probably going to cook them here, especially, like you said, especially at home, coming coming across the country on a 1 o'clock. So it's going to be, like, 10 o'clock for them. So. Facts. All right. We got the Dallas Cowboys at the Carolina Panthers. Dallas Cowboys minus 10 and a half as the road favorites. Carolina plus 10 and a half as the home dogs. You know, we know hmm. the Cowboys beat up on the bottom of the barrel teams. They just dropped 47 on the Giants last week. Yeah, give me the Cowboys. Oh, give me the Cowboys ten and a half. Oh, as much as I hate to, as much as it pains me to say, give me the Cowboys yeah. at ten and a half. Man, Panthers, Panthers are just bad. They're in a rut, man. Like, dude, they just dropped. They already happening. got the number one overall pick. They might, they might get back to back, like the Jags I did. Mean, two listen, years ago. They'll, they'll probably tank again, man. Who knows? Who knows? They, they might pull a, a Jags with the back to back number one overall picks. <laughs> All right, we got the Arizona Cardinals at the Houston Texans. Houston minus four and a half, Arizona plus four and a half, with the odds leaning towards Houston to get that four and a half spread 
and Arizona at minus 105. Hey, um, give me, much pains give, me, me to say it. Go ahead. Let me give me this one. Your boy Kyler Murray's back, and I think the Arizona Cardinals are due for another upset. And they're going against another young, inexperienced quarterback. Yes, he's probably the hottest quarterback out right now in the league. But your boy Kyler Murray is back. And I don't know if you saw his performance last week, but he's here to play. If he's healthy, I think cards could legit pull this upset. Yeah, I mean, Houston's miss has a lot of injuries. A lot of starters is injured, and even so, the starters that they had weren't super great. But they have a lot of they have a lot of injuries uh, going on right now. But man, I just feel like they're on a roll and they're just playing well. I get Kyler Murray's back and all this, but I'm seeing CJ Stroud just playing with confidence. The most going to go Houston from a rookie. I'm going to go Houston with the win. But I'm taking the Cardinals the plus four and a half. Okay. Listen, remember, this is the Cardinals close. team that that beat the Cowboys. I, so you have the not, Cardinals winning? I have the Cardinals All right. winning. I'm, this is the upset of the week. I'm calling it. This is the game. There's always an upset. This is the one. And I, I do think Houston is kind of punching above their weight. I, I, they're playing well, but they're also not they they Listen, shouldn't be playing this well, but you heard neither are the Cardinals. The Cardinals aren't great either, so I don't know. It's, they have it's nothing a pretty to lose. good matchup. They have, they have nothing uh, to lose. But I got Houston, but I got Cardinals on the spread. All right, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Man, this game could have been a lot better, but who knows? Wow, it might this is still be good. 50-50, man. Like and honestly, NFC match, AFC Watson. North matchup this week. We you know it's crazy. We're literally just talking about NFC AFC North and yeah. Back to back matchups. So we got Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. Pittsburgh plus one and a half with a minus 120 to get that. Cleveland is a minus one and a half with the odds being at minus 102. I'm going Pittsburgh here to win the game. Obviously, backup quarterback. Can the defense keep it in them? Possibly because Kenny Pickett is not a a gunslinger. They're not going to put up a lot of points. So it's going to probably be a boring game. It's going to be a tight, low scoring game. But I think I like Pittsburgh to get the edge over here. Uh, I can agree. I agree with that assessment. Me All pit. right. Boo-boo bowl. We got <laughs> your New York Giants at oh, the Washington Commanders. <laughs> Minus nine and a half. Oh, man. New York Giants plus nine and a half. With the odds leaning towards the Giants to get within nine and a half at minus one fifteen, and the Commanders minus one hundred five. I'm actually going to take the Giants with a plus nine and a half here. That spread is way too high for the Commanders. I get the Giants suck, yeah. but so do the Commanders. I, so I, I don't I think see. So too. I don't see that so, nine and a half. This is Washington, this is their Super Bowl, man. Washington coming out with the win though. Yeah, Washington wins. All right, we got the Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions. Chicago plus seven and a half. Detroit minus seven and a half with the odds leaning towards Detroit to cover with the minus 115 with the Bears a minus 105. Give me the Lions here. They're going to win by 14. The Bears are just still suck. And you're coming to Ford Field. Give me Detroit here. Give me Detroit. I like that spread. I think we're kind of on par with a lot of the stuff. All right. We got Tampa Bay Buccaneers at San Francisco 49ers. Tampa Bay my, plus 11 and a half. 
San Francisco Ooh. minus 11 and a half. I they feel like this 49ers is like, are back. They said 49ers are back. Look, Niners win this game, especially at home. And yeah, they beefed up big time. They got a lot of healthy players, a lot of their star players back. Man, 11 and a half. This is interesting. Look, Niners win. I mean, listen, look what they just did Bucks? to your Jags. Look, you don't think they can do that to the Bucks? I don't think they rep. <sighs> I just don't know if they replicate. Man, they definitely win. I mean, listen, don't forget. I just, how I just see Tampa doing some like. Streak. Tampa was just getting their shit pushed in. Who did? Who did Tampa just get their shit pushed into? <laughs> I forgot who it was. Man, you can go. Go give yours. I'm going 49ers. Nine is at eleven and a half. But but honestly, I, I think I think they win by ten. So you're on Bucks. I think I'm with you. I yeah. think I'm gonna go Bucks here. I think, I think they went by 10. 11 and a half might be a little t- look. The Bucks have been doing some like oddly surprising things. Like they either get blown out or they have like these crazy games. It's kind of odd. So I don't yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I'm gonna go with Bucks 11 and a half. This is a tough one for me, though. That's a, that's probably the most difficult decision I had to make in this week's uh pickums. Or so far, at least. At New York Jets. At the Ooh. Buffalo Bills, New York Jets plus seven, Buffalo Bills minus seven. I'm going to go with the Jets plus seven here, but the Bills win the game. Bills have you know not what? separated themselves. Jets beat the Bills at New they York, did. obviously, week one. That's week one. So, like, you know, things are always weird week one. But I like the Jets um, to get within seven. I think they're going to do just enough. Bills always manage to keep teams in the game. So, like, you know, what? they haven't, like, yes. Not to compare, but I really think this game is going to be a replica of Broncos versus Bills because that Jets defense, I think you know, Josh Allen just can't play against a great defense. He just can't. It's like there's game's moments where he does. The thing is, Jets offense is so bad that I, I don't know. It's going to be a game of yeah, fucking they got your They got your boy Nathaniel Hackett, OC, in over there. <laughs> and I mean, Zach Wilson. So it's a recipe I mean, the for... Jets, uh, the Jets beat us, so I can't really say much. I mean, I'm not really impressed with the Jets this season. And I'm sure a lot of people are not as well. But they're hanging in there. That's what I was going to say. They're playing better than I anticipated. They're, they're actually hanging in there. Um I, I really feel they're five, like they're four and five. I mean, they're they're one game behind Buffalo. Like when you think about it, I'm going to, I like think, I said, I'm going uh, with the Jets plus seven, but Bills win. Bills at home. Nah, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Jets to to win. Wow. Okay. Calling Damn, man, you got you got the Bills really imploding right now. Okay. I'm praying. I'm praying. <laughs> no, I'm not praying on the downfall, but I just don't. <laughs> I don't see it, man. Four turnovers, and they're gonna play another tough defense. Uh, division matchup, like they lost to them week one. And yes, it's week one, but the Bills lost five times. They're not a superpower right. team. We got the Seattle Seahawks at the Los Angeles Rams. Rams plus one. Seahawks minus one as the road favorites. Give me the Seahawks here to win that. the game. I can see that as well. And Gino, we trust. And Gino, we trust. Gino, we All right. Trust. We got the Minnesota Vikings at the Denver Broncos. Minnesota plus two and a half. Denver minus two and a half. To me, this they feels like close. an easy bet to me. They got uh, it close. close. Look, I think Josh, I think this is the, the game Josh Dobbs gets got. 
This is the this is the game he gets exposed. <laughs> Bad defense. I got the Broncos here. I think it's going to be. I would almost consider raising that spread to like five with the Broncos. I think Broncos won by a touchdown. Probably get better I odds. Agree. Hey, everything's rolling. I explained it earlier. Sunday Best night, cornerback in the league. Like we're we're just we're going crazy right now. Like we're we're literally averaging four turnovers over the last two games, and I don't see us slowing down. Josh, watch Josh Dobbs cook, y'all. You imagine? Did you imagine <laughs> how, home, how, how, how how well you, how well will your confidence just go down? Just Yo, I don't know if you know off the top of how how good is the Viking defense? I mean, they're not they're not Bills defense, and I'll tell you that. Like, I mean, they got the leading sack. Uh, uh, sacker in the sack leader in the the league, Dan, oh. Daniel Hunter. Yes, so, yes. I mean, he's yes. playing out of his mind right now. So, but as a whole, look, I'm not. I I would have to do some research, but I would want to say at the top of my head, probably middle of the road. I don't think they're great, but not bad either. But like I said, I mean, they have some, they have some ballers on there. That's all, all right, I know so is having go. having our our run game uh, change. Complete 180. That that helps us so much. All, All right, right we got Monday year. Night Football Super Bowl rematch, ooh, the Kelsey ooh, Brothers ooh. Showdown, Philadelphia Eagles at the Kansas City Chiefs. Philadelphia Shit. plus two and a half as the road dogs, with the Kansas City Chiefs being minus two and a half. With the line leaning towards the Chiefs to cover that two and a half at minus one fifteen, with the Eagles at a minus one oh five here. You know, I haven't been high on the Chiefs at all this season. They haven't looked dominant to me like they've been in years past. They've been – Kelsey has not – there's moments where he looks great, but then there's been a few games where he's had a not-so-great games. The They have literally no weapons. Like, the offense no is just not great there. The defense is – they just – this season, I feel like they've just been finding ways to, like, win games, but they haven't been that great. From like, experience. Like the, like the Jags game, for example, that was a game that had no business winning, but they they won it because they the Jags gave it up. I just feel like same thing with the the that Bron the first Broncos game. This, like, these are games that just don't look great. Versus the Phillies, or they're a better team right now. The Phillies are the best team in the league. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what the records say. Phillies, Eagles. Actually, are they the best? Um, and yeah, they are. They're eight and one. They're the best team in the league, dude. They just they are from top to bottom, the tush push, <laughs> the, the defense. They're a little um, susceptible in the safety area, even though they try. Was it or the, the, the brotherly but... the brotherly shove they call it? <laughs> I, I like Philly here. I like the two and a half. I like the odds at one hundred and five with the spread. I'll take the Phillies winning outright with that plus one sixteen on the money line. So yeah, I got Philly here to win this game. Listen, I'll tell you right now. I really want the Eagles to win. I just don't <laughs> think it's going to happen. I think really? Mahomes is going to pull out a freaking rabbit out of the hat in the fourth quarter, and they're going to somehow secure the win. I think the like Eagles that, are just too good, man. Like I think they're too good. Was. Listen, I'm yeah, praying but, on the Chiefs' downfall. Like, I am. But for some the reason, Chiefs, the Chiefs were better, though. Head, the Chiefs oof. were better, a better team last year. Not, I mean, it's relatively the same squad, but... They were a better yeah. team last year, even though it's not saying a whole lot. They they have regressed. I just think the Eagles, man, they just haven't like let off the gas, man. They've just been. It's. I mean, it, granted, it's the, be the Eagles, Eagles haven't been as dominant 
as as last season in terms of like winning by X amount of points. They're getting the job done. They look efficient. Offense, defense. They have a lot of weapons. They have a lot of weapons. I just don't see them pulling out this win. I, I will say this. The Eagles are allowing too many points defensively. And that's like I said with their secondary. But like, man, the way they're putting they're just they're averaging like they're getting to buy high 20s, 30s, like every single game. Like 25, 34, 25, 34, 23. They had 14. Their only loss was against the Jets. I don't know how the fuck that happened. Uh, Dolphins, 31. Commanders, 38. Cowboys, 28. So they, they put up points, man. And the Chiefs can't this season. They just can't put up points this year. And I just don't know if they can go into a shootout with them. So that's kind of like where I, mean, I stand. We, we held them to no touchdowns. I mean the the that offense that those receivers are just atrocious. I mean outside of Kelsey, you have no Butter, receiving. Butterfingers, Tony, Butter, yo, and Mahomes <laughs> is doing his job. It's scary seeing him out there. He's putting the ball where he needs to. These receivers are dropping touchdowns. Um, they're dropping you know big third down throws over the middle. Dude, the Eagles got a tough five-game stretch. So they got, obviously, the Chiefs here. Then after that, they got the Bills. Then they got the Niners. Then they're at Dallas again. Oh, shit. And you got the Seahawks. <laughs> the gauntlet. But then, you ended off e- but then you got it off easy with the last three games. Giants, Cardinals, Giants again. So, but, man, they got a, that's a, that is a, that's a tough-ass gauntlet. I mean, but I see them winning all those games. It's a tough stretch, but I see I see them beating the Chiefs. I see them beating the Bills. I see them beating the Niners, and I see them beating the Cowboys. And man, yo, to be the top dog, you got to beat the top dogs, and you got them right there, exactly. laid down in front of you. So, yeah. All right. Well, those are our picks of the week for Week Eleven. We will come back next week and see where we're at. But we have Game Two of our sports trivia. It's going to be a little bit different today because. Gabe is not here, so how we're going to set this up is I have 10 questions for JoJo. JoJo has 10 questions for me. We're going to be battling it out. The one who has the most points wins. So JoJo's going to throw curveballs at me. Obviously, we kind of balance it right to where it's like I'm not going to give him super difficult, but like, look, I, I think it'd be unfair for it to be like, who's the fifth all-time uh, tight end receiving fumbles like like, that yeah, like say. <laughs> i will say listen for our listeners and viewers please try your best not to make fun of me all right i mean i know all of these all right and if y'all know the answers yeah i could definitely comment <laughs> on the video or our post and let us know your knowledge because maybe we'll have some guest hosts here coming up very soon got some plans for our 100th episode and more so let's get to it julian wanna you want to pop it off all right, you want uh, – I guess there's no way to, to coin flip it, but look, I'll go first. Fuck it. Okay, I'll give you the question. Do you want me to give you the question or you give me the question? Go ahead. Give me the question. First. All right, here's your first one. Who is the NFL's all-time leading passer by yards? That will be Mr. Tom Brady. Incorrect. What? It is Drew Breeze. Oh shit! I swore Tom Brady had that one. No. He didn't break the record Tom before Brady he retired. Was... 
Let me double check these because these might be fucking wrong. Hold on. Look, everybody, they, now they're going to be like, hold on. You, you're you wrong, sir. Unless you're right. Let me just double check this because they have some of these that are old. Oh, it is Tom Brady. Give me my point. Why are these old? Run that point. These are like, run. You listen, you're going to have to. Um, I'm gonna have to double check, check these because yeah, double, these you gotta are, fact check these questions, man. Because these I'm some of these are old. Brady. Yeah, okay, you're correct. Yeah, there's a point for you. There's right, no yeah. way, bro. I know Drew Brees held it at one point, but Tom Brady played 30 seasons. There's no way he wouldn't have that. All right, question for Julian: Which NFL team went 0 and 16? In 2008, I feel like this is up your alley. You do know a lot of football, so I don't think this is the Detroit Lions. They were the first team to ever go 0 and 16. I forgot what they called that. What is it? What is it called again? The uh, I don't remember what they're defeated. No, there's like a (laughs) no, there's like a saying for it. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank, but you are correct. You are correct. I would have never known that one. I would have never guessed. I would have said the Cleveland Browns or some shit because I know they went 0 16. Cleveland was the, they were the second team to do it. I, but I remember when. Uh, Damn. It's funny. We're talking about Detroit right now. They're the first team to ever go 0 16. And right now they're fighting for a, a playoff spot. Okay. This is for you. Who is the all time leading assister in the NBA? Ooh. John Stockton. Correct. John right. Stockton. I better not get that one wrong. I better not get that wrong. Bro, I don't know. How many did he have? Does it say it there? Because it was insane. And it's he doesn't yeah. have a title. He does he never won. Jordan stopped him twice. You too, man. Fifteen thousand eight hundred and six assists. That's insane. <laughs> insane. You want to know what second place was? Wait, second place. All right. I know Jason Kidd is top five. Jason Kidd is second place. Okay, there you 1, go. 1,391. Then it's Chris Paul, 1,225. LeBron James um, was after that. So so look at LeBron. Not to, not to make this the LeBron show, but he's top five assists, and he's the highest scorer ever. I mean, dude, he's had so many years to play, too. So that that's also true, 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 a true. factor. All right. All right. So, uh, there you go. Two for little two. Basketball, two for little two. basketball trivia for you. Again, fairly easy, okay. not too challenging. Okay. Uh, who coached the Chicago Bulls to six NBA titles in the 90s? Easy, dog. Phil Jackson. All right. It's got to touch your basketball knowledge since, you know, you typically <laughs> are a basketball hater. So, point for I'm not Julian. a hater. I love basketball. I still is my first <laughs> sport I loved. It's just I hate to see where it's gone. It you just hate me. the NBA. You love <laughs> yeah, basketball, but yeah. you hate the NBA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get the difference. Okay. Which team has won? This is an MLB question. Which team has won the most pennants in MLB history? Oh. Oh, come on. It's my <laughs> New York Yankees. Yeah. My All right. York, I'm gonna start getting I'm start getting a little I'm start getting a little tougher over here. All right, let's uh, get it. Right. All right, your turn. <laughs> Okay, let me. 
Who was drafted number one overall in the 2003 NBA draft? LeBron James. I'm like, you better have gotten that one right. <laughs> LeBron James. All right, we're, all right, we're, get, we're giving each other layups. All right, we need, we need to get a little. We need you, get a little you know what's funny? Like, I feel like those were easy for me, but I actually wanted to test your basketball knowledge. I wanted to know if you knew that. Really, I, I feel like I'm. I think you sleep on my basketball and all. I think I'm pretty good at basketball history. All right, you got LeBron 2000. Because if you ask me 04, I'd be like, I don't fucking know who's the, who's the number one pick in 04. All right, let's get a little tougher here. All right, who has played the most games in MLB history? Shit, the most games. Damn. I mean, Jeter played fucking 20 years, but you know, give me uh give me Babe Ruth. Incorrect. Your first wrong answer. It was Pete Rose. 3,562 games. God damn. How many seasons yeah, does I mean, it say I'm, there or no? I I can look it up, but it doesn't say. I don't know how many seasons that would be. Interesting. All right. I don't know. Like the way they were built back then when Babe Ruth played, I don't think they missed any games. They're chugging beers, yeah. just going out there. And home <laughs> just, they, they did nothing. <laughs> Betting on games. <laughs> Bet on their own game. Bet on their own games. Bet on their own game. All right. Hit me with All right. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Who is the only player? To win NBA MVP, All Star Game MVP, and Finals MVP in the same season. Damn, I'm between two people. I want to say it's either Jordan or Kobe. Fuck. I'm going to go with Jordan. Okay, what it says here Shaquille O'Neal. Really? Wow. What that threw me for a loop. What like oh two? I don't know the year doesn't say, but my first guess honestly would have been Jordan. I was between Jordan or Kobe because man, that's crazy. So year, Shaq, was, MVP, Shaq is the only one game MVP and finals MVP in the same season. Wow, Shaq, man. I tell you, Shaq was a baller back in the day, man. Insane. I think the difference between is that all-star MVP because I think anyone can win that. But then to win regular season and finals MVP in the same like that's that's insane. That's three MVPs going on right now. So there right. you go, Shaq, nice. folks. All right, we both lost one there. Okay, so we're three and three still. All right, let me just that was, okay. Uh, I just need to remember that turn. That was four turns. All right, now we're on the fifth turn. All right, <laughs> who was the last non-quarterback? To win the NFL MVP. My boy, Von Miller, 2015. Incorrect. What? Who? Adrian Peterson in 2012. No. Wait, hold on. You said regular season MVP? Yeah, it just says yeah, NFL, NFL MVP. Oh, you know what I was thinking. Did you think that's, of that's, Super Bowl MVP? I yeah, I thought Super Bowl MVP. My bad. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know that anyways. I didn't know it was uh Adrian Peterson. 
It was what I do fun know, fact, to, fact to, to last to last episode when we talked about the all time leading rusher, the season that Adrian Peterson was chasing it. That was the year when he won the MVP. Fire. All right. Hit me with it. Ooh, let's see if you know this one. I like this one. Who was the last quarterback before Patrick Mahomes to win NFL MVP and Super Bowl MVP in the same season? NFL MVP and Super Bowl MVP in the same. You said quarterback or you said player? Yep, quarterback before Patrick Mahomes. You got a deep dive here. Damn, I feel like it's got to be at least like 10 years ago. Uh, shit, when was the last time Brady won a fucking MVP? When was the last time Brady won an MVP? It's like early on in his MVP career. MVP and Super Bowl MVP. Damn. Uh, I'm a, damn, no, there's no way he won that year. I was gonna say, fuck, man. I don't know. That's a tough one. Your boy, you, you I'm want gonna, the answer? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tom Brady. I'm just gonna go Tom Brady. Wrong. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Wow. And what the the 2000 with the Rams? Doesn't Kurt say. Warner? It was probably Doesn't the great. It was probably the greatest show on turf. Yeah. No, yeah, it had to be. That was the only year he won a Super Bowl. He didn't win it with Cardinals that year. He lost to Pittsburgh. I forgot. Yeah, I was going to say Man. he was on the card at one point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he went to this. He took him to the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, damn. That was, that was a tough one. That was that was a good one. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I got you. All right. Well, all right. We still got three. We're 3-3. Three, three. All right. We're on the sixth turn. All right. Let me get you with... What you got? Okay, okay. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Damn! Hold up! Don't don't overthink. Okay, 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 no. okay, which which team has lost the most World Series? Shit! Lost the most. That means they have to have made it a lot of times. Is it the Yankees? It is the Yankees, yeah. Yankees. Yeah. Have I lost know we lost 30. a few, but we also we made it a lot of times. We obviously we won 27, but we made it 41 pennants. For yeah. 21 pen, AL pennants. Yeah, you guys have lost 13 World Series. Hey man, How many three against the Marlins. We lost. Yeah, there's there's plenty of lo- we have plenty of losses there, but we also make it to the World Series a lot. Well, obviously not in recent times, but historically. So I just did some math there. <laughs> All right, hit me with it. All right. This one's really good. Who was the youngest NBA MVP in league history? And I'm sure you know this one. You're going to have to dial back a little bit. I'm between two. Actually, no, I don't think he won the MVP. 
I was going to say Derrick Rose, but he didn't win the MVP as a rookie. He just won rookie of the year. Damn. It's got to be fuck. I would say trust trust your gut right now. Who else you have in mind? I, I guess I guess it's got to be LeBron because he came in at 18. Wrong. Derrick Rose. Because Derrick Rose won oh it in his he, he won it in his third year. He won it in his third year. So he did win rookie of the year. And then that was the LeBron of Miami era. He took it from LeBron. LeBron could have had three in a row. And yeah, it was when Chicago Rose. was the first seed, I think, that year. Yeah. And then and he tore his ACL in the playoff. Was in the took playoff, it to right? Level. Yep. Took it Towards to ACL level. in the playoff and then never How was old the same. Was he? he was Maybe Damn, I should have trusted him with Derrick Rose, but I was thinking his rookie year, and I'm like, nah, he won rookie of the year that year. Yeah, he was not he was the MVP. youngest. Bro, because he went to college, so because he went to college, so I'm thinking he's yeah, got he to be the older. Yeah. So, and I'm thinking like, well, LeBron, when did LeBron win it? LeBron's 18 when he LeBron, came LeBron, I in. think, was the youngest at the time before Rose took it. Damn, I was on track. It was one of those two, because I was like, I, I knew it wasn't Kobe, and... Obviously, it wasn't Jordan or anybody else. It had to be somebody who was good when they were young. <sighs> Fuck, man. All right. So you got the lead. Four to three. We're on our seventh turn. All right. All right. Who holds the record for the most rushing touchdowns in a season by a QB? Shit, now I'm between the two. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's like three. I, you got Mike Vick up there. You got Lamar Jackson up there. I mean, right now you got you got Jalen Hurts up there with the tush push. He's getting all these rushing touchdowns. Yo, give me give me Lamar Jackson. I think he broke Mike Vick's record. Incorrect. You're on the right track. He broke Mike Vick's rushing yards record. The quarterback with the most rushing touchdowns is Cam Newton in t- 2011. His rookie year, 14 oh, rushing touchdowns. He broke that record his, his rookie, rookie year? Mm-hmm. He was drafted in 2011. Damn. 14 well, rushing touchdowns. Shit, the way the Eagles are playing, who knows? Uh, maybe uh, <laughs> maybe Hurts breaks that record this year. One, Eagles at the one-yard line, dangerous. All right, so that was the eighth turn. Was that the seventh That's turn? A good one. turn? I think it's damn Cam Newton is rookie year. Shit, is that the seventh or eighth? Did I say seven or eight? That might be eight. Okay, that's eight. Okay, so then this is going to be my eighth. All right, let's go. All right, which NFL team won three Super Bowls in four years in the nineteen nineties? Dallas Cowboys. The classic, how about them Cowboys? The Cowboys. That's where that they're whole thing fucking that. came from. They're, they're, they're still, still holding, holding on to that. They're still holding on to that. Jerry Jones is for sure. They're still they're holding, holding on, on to that. that. Jimmy Johnson, still. Michael Irving, to- Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, yeah. <laughs> Deion, Deion Sanders. Yeah. Wow. Damn, three and four, though. I didn't know it was like that. Yeah, they had a dynasty. It was, it was wild. Shit. Okay. Let me. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got here. Mm. 
Okay. Who holds the record for the most points in an NBA playoff game? Record for most points in an NBA playoff game. I'm going to double check it just to be fair. I'm going to go Jordan flu game 63. Was it flu game 63? Okay. I don't know if it was a flu game, but yeah, he scored 63 in game it was 63. Was it flu game? 86- don't remember. Sorry mm-hmm. for the Jordan uh, stands No, it's not. It, it wasn't the flu game, actually. My bad. This was uh, in the 80s. This was uh, 1986. This was before the the dynasty run. It was in the first round of the playoffs against the Celtics. Larry Bird and the Celtics. This was kind of like the first year he kind of like came into his own. But it was 63. It was 63, yeah. God damn. In 86. Oh. It was before it was before the 90s, the whole that whole era. Before damn. he like well, I, I got that went one. on a fucking tear. I'll, I'll take that. Honestly, take I that. I knew it was Jordan, but I didn't I didn't remember it being in the eighties before like that whole you you would think it would be during the yeah. the ninety run, but it wasn't. It's was crazy. Eighty six. I'll take that. All right. All, All right. right. So you got five. All right. So we're at the ninth ninth round. Oh wait, okay. That was the ninth round. Okay. No, wait, that was the eighth round. Okay, now wait, I said eight and then you gave it to me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then Great. I just Look, gave you that. We're lost then, without Gabe here. We're lost without all right, Gabe. And then I gave okay. you that question. All right, we're at nine. Okay. So so hit me with one. All right. Let's let's see what we got. Let's see. I got I got a win here. I gotta get this. Oh, I like this one. Who was the last NBA player to average a triple double for a uh, season before Russell Westbrook, aka Damn. who was the original Mr. Triple Double? I was gonna say Russ, Russell Westbrook. did it three times, but before that, no one's have, no one's done it before. Well, only one person. Man, I was gonna say Russell Wilson, not Russell Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. It's an old head. <sighs> Man, triple double. Who was? I'm between two. Between Reggie Miller and I'm between Ray Allen for some reason. Ray Allen averaging a triple I, I, double. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I take Ray, back the Ray, Ray Allen. Ray but Allen I'm, getting, uh, fucking I'm feeling really good. <laughs> I'm feeling really good about Reggie Miller. I'm going to go Reggie Miller. Uh, no, Oscar Robertson. They go, damn. That's a tough one, Reggie. You know, Miller, I mean, OGs might know. I'm pretty sure a lot of OGs know this. But, you know, Damn, I, I was I was feeling pretty good about that Reggie Miller. Yes, fuck. Right. Well, I laughed at Ray Allen, bro. Ray Allen getting ten rebounds again. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I said Ray Allen. <laughs> I don't know why I take that back. I take that. <laughs> no, yeah, he was too small. Fuck. All right, all right. This is the final round. All right, what you got? All right, I need you to lose, and I need to get this one, and it will be tied. All right. Don't don't violate and give me some some shit that nobody knows <laughs> <laughs> from the 50s. <laughs> okay. What All you right. got? All right. This is a good one. All right. Who has the most hits in MLB history? Damn, I should know this. <laughs> Damn, I feel exposed. 
<laughs> I feel exposed. <laughs> um, give me Barry Bonds. Incorrect. It was Pete Rose. They're Pete. coming back to Pete Rose. <laughs> Pete Rose. Pete Rose. He had. 4,256 hits. All right, that's, that's just insane. insane. Bro, how Did long you, did this you can't guy even remember. You can't even remember that many hits. Like, that's insane. Like, wild. All right. It's my chance to game. tie it up. Hit, hit, hit me with it. All right. I'm going to try to be fair here. I'm not going to violate. Let's see. Oh, uh, this one. this one might be easy for you. But let's see. Now, I actually want to know if you know this. I want to know how much of a diehard you are. Who was the first player ever drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars? Tony Baselli, 1996. Tony Baselli. Second overall pick. Okay. 1995. <laughs> the year it was I was 95. Born. It was 95. Oh, yeah. It was 95. First year. Yeah, my bad. I'm stupid. Yeah. 95. Damn. All right, shit, All right, so we're you, tied up. Hey, we can you, end you it on a really, tie. You might really be you. You might really be a diehard. You might really. He's be a like, diehard. well, it's 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 kind of one. He just won his gold jacket, became the first Jaguar to enter the Hall of Fame this past year, and he's on Jags radio like all the time. He's like always. Right, so he's still there. relevant. He's still there. Yeah, he's like known in the city. Like he like he does the radio. He does. Like, oh, he, nice. He does all. Yeah, I was actually listening to him on the way back home. So like he he's he's very involved in the the media side of the team so we're tied up we can either end it on a tie here or we do a do or die like no i just want to get it wrong we ended ended on the tie (laughs) okay we'll bring gabe back nil nil draw we ended hit some soccer rules let's go (laughs) oh shit now you got me in that one we're gonna have to start going some golf trivia some tennis trivia some track trivia no i'm saying soccer rules end on a tie (laughs) got you got you well, I think this concludes our episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Episode 99. Broncos are back. Biggest highlight of the week for me. Stay tuned for episode 100. It's going to be a doozy. It's going to be a big one. Uh, continue to follow us on Instagram. Listen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. We love the interactions, man. And if you want to shit on Julian for his horrible answers, especially the Ray <laughs> Allen one, I'm, I'm okay with that. Just let him know in the comments. Um, hey, that wasn't an answer. I, I was like, I, that was not an answer. I, I if you, threw it if out you guys, there, if you guys want to get in, it wasn't a final <laughs> some, answer. Some trivia, we know we're gonna put some trivia on our stories on X, aka Twitter. We'll get on that. All right, boys. We'll see you guys in the next episode, episode one hundred. See you guys then.